In our readings today, we consider some of the struggles of being generous. We talked earlier about how God is the owner of everything and everything that he gives to us is a gift and how the best way for us to live is to be generous as our Father in heaven is generous. But if you've lived in this world for long, you know that generosity isn't easy. And one of the problems behind our difficulty with being generous is that we find that our heart has already been divided. Our heart is sometimes attached to those possessions, those treasures that we have. And so our readings today deal with this difficulty from a number of different angles. First, our Old Testament reading from the book of Ecclesiastes is that wisdom that we hear usually attributed to Solomon that he tried to live every kind of way and found that, that in the end, all of these different ways of living were meaningless. That is, in and of themselves, to be rich or to be poor, it meant nothing. It meant nothing without that first relationship with God, without our hearts being first directed to him, and only then will things start to make sense. I said to myself, come now, I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness, and what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water, to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing with, that my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done, and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind, nothing was gained under the sun. This is the word of our Lord. Our epistle lesson today comes from 2 Corinthians 9, where we're going to hear the punchline that God loves a cheerful giver. But as Paul talks about that, first he has to explain to the Corinthians that, that you have to plan this giving, that it, it can't just happen. And so what is wrong with the Corinthians as they're living right now is they have no plan to give. Their giving is tied up by their own hearts and their way of living right now. And Paul compares their giving with the giving of the Macedonians. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, there is no need for me to write to you about this service to the saints, for I know your eagerness to help, and I've been boasting about it to the Macedonians, telling them that since last year you and Achaia were ready to give, and your enthusiasm has stirred most of them to action. 
But I'm sending the brothers in order that our boasting about you in this matter should not prove hollow, but that you may be ready, as I said you would be. For if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to say anything about you, would be ashamed of having been so confident. So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the the arrangements for the generous gift you had promised. Then it will be ready as a generous gift, not as one grudgingly given. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. This is the word of our Lord. The Holy Gospel now, according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Here we hear part of Jesus' words from the Sermon on the Mount. They are words that we've already heard in our uh, sermons so far as we consider our life of giving, that new view of life. But it's good to reinforce them here. Jesus said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. 